0: welcome back everybody today's the friday edition of our um from the movies podcast and this month of course we are talking about the dceu film series i'm um, talking about them in each in order uh starting with man of steel then batman versus superman suicide squad and uh, Wonder Woman. i thought i was missing one there somewhere all right yeah we did one Wonder Wonder Woman. Woman. so yeah you if mean- you haven't watched those go back and check them out um they're definitely worth the watch um and then, yeah, now we're talking about Justice League or Justice League or whatever you want to call it. Either way, Joss Whedon stepped in, took over, did a lot of changes, and here we are. We got a completely different film. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, when they originally released the first trailer for this movie, I was super excited. It uh, basically felt like the third part to. Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, because you had Zack Snyder directing Justice League. It was originally supposed to be a two or three part Justice League uh, movies. But then, uh, unfortunately, he had a family uh, tragedy happen where he had to step away and they were supposed to only bring Josh Whedon in because they originally said that Zack Snyder finished 90% of the movie. So Josh Whedon was supposed to come in and finish that last 10% and whatever. They had they had claimed it was going to be like small reshoots and stuff like that that most big budget movies get. Well, then it turned out that Josh Wheaton reshot uh, a bunch of stuff, and it's pretty obvious because at the time of those reshoots, uh, Henry Cavill was doing Mission Impossible Five. I want to say it was
0: where what
1: he had a I don't know. Well, he had a mustache in Mission in one of the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. So for the reshoots, they I wanted him to shave it and just wear a fake mustache for Mission Impossible. But Mission Impossible said no. So they had a CGI, the mustache out. And you could tell. So basically you could tell anything Zack Snyder shot looks normal yeah. <laughs> with Superman. And anything with that Josh Whedon did has this weird upper lip to it. Which I was watching it again Tuesday night. And I was watching it and I'm like, I'm looking for that. So it seems like the majority of the stuff. Henry Campbell did for Josh Whedon's Justice League was reshot by Josh Whedon because the majority of it, he has this weird upper lip thing going on. Besides the final end scene, where uh, Bruce Wayne, it's not really a spoiler, but Bruce, Bruce Wayne bought the uh, bank that had repossessed their farmhouse and he gave it back to Martha Kent. So she's moving back in, and you see Clark Kent standing there with a normal face. So that's like, <laughs> that was uh, Zack Snyder's ending.
0: So they left that in. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things to be, to be said about this. Um, I think, and a lot of fans believe that um, the studio actually used Zack Snyder's tragedy as an excuse to say, "You know what? We want to part ways with you, anyways." So um, they kind of just used that as like a way to make it sound better that they were firing him, basically, and then rehire, and then they re- hired Josh Whedon, who at the time had been obviously known for. Um, the Avengers movies. Yep. And I was told again, like the rest of us that Joss Whedon's just stepping in to finish off whatever was started. Um, handful of reshoots here and there, nothing big, no big rewrites or anything. Um, but what we found out later was he reshot what was, what I've heard to be at least 70% of the film. Um, and honestly, watching it, I feel like he pro- probably even more than that. But I, I mean, I have no idea. But then, even things that he didn't reshoot, it looks like a lot of the coloring was adjusted to make it seem like a brighter movie, more of a fa- Marvel feel, which is weird because that's so far outside of like DC tonally is drastically different than everything that Marvel has been doing. Um, so to yeah. try and make this feel anything like that is just uncomfortable and not only that but um a lot of the movie because it was i don't know if it was the way it was shot or the cinematography or joss whedon or the coloring but a lot of the movie felt like the quality of like um a commercial like those like action movie parody commercials that's what a lot of this felt like so it was weird yeah
1: well i know for me that um if, going back to that original trailer that i brought up if you watch that trailer so much of the scenes like uh, cyborg as a football player there's a bunch of other scenes in that trailer that ended up i guess getting taken out of the movie in josh whedon's reshoots rewrites however you want to put it but like he basically changed the story and i hate the story that he came up with like for the longest, for the last couple of years, because this came out in 2017. So for four years now, I've been trying to convince myself that I like this movie yeah. just because I've really wanted a good Justice League movie. So every time I watch it, I'm like, oh no, it's good. It holds, it, it, especially compared to like the Avengers movie, I like it just because I like Superman so much and I like the casting. But there's parts of it that I'm like, this is supposed to be like a more heartfelt, darker movie. Yeah. That you could tell from that first trailer, that's what they're going for. And then what you get is Bat, like they completely changed Batman's character from uh, Batman vs. Superman. They made him be more, I guess, trying to make him likable? <laughs> because now he. Because <laughs> uh, you have him making jokes, like Flash asks him what his superpowers are. He turns to and goes, I'm rich, that, like as his superpower. And then, like, they added way more jokes. Uh, I know there's one scene where i'm guessing it wasn't in the original script because josh whedon added it where the flash fell on wonder woman and i know that gal gadot who i met, mentioned in the wonder woman video that i really like her as a uh, wonder woman that i know that she refused to film that that's why if you watch that scene her head's looking like the opposite way of the camera so you can only see the back of her hair so they use a stunt double for it because she's like i'm not doing that that, that was even in the script.
0: It's a extremely stupid and uncomfortable scene and even at the time that it came out it was um extremely uncomfortable because at that time was when the me too movement and everything was happening so even at that moment it felt just uncomfortable um, yeah I, besides the fact it, that it's, it's
1: supposed to be like a, it's supposed to be like a funny moment it's but not it's, not, it's yeah. not played off like as weird and yeah. not funny because a lot of people compare it to if you go back and watch Avengers: Age of Ultron. There's a moment in that party scene where Ultron f- first attacks, where the uh, Bruce Banner lands on the Black Widow. It's basically the same joke that he just reused. I don't remember. I don't even remember that happening. It, but it, in that movie, it makes a little bit more sense because they have like this chemistry
0: yeah.
1: together, where they're like flirting with each other this whole time, so they play it off better as a joke. In this movie, it's completely like out
0: of context for it to happen at all. And in this movie. I assume Josh Whedon's the one that put it in, but there's, like, kind of a thing between uh, Batman and Wonder Woman, and then, like, this scene between the Flash and Wonder Woman is what makes it extra uncomfortable. Basically, like, every hero
1: besides Superman in this movie hits on Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, is that supposed because to be a thing? What's happening I
1: The People have pointed out that Josh Whedon added that all in.
0: Like... <laughs> It, like Half of the movie makes me think, like, is this the best that he could do with what he had? Or was he intentionally trying to sabotage Justice League?
1: I don't think he was sabotaging it because when he did this movie, they had announced that he was going to be doing his own, like writing and directing his own Batgirl movie, which was supposed to fit into the DCEU. But then because of the Me Too movement and then uh, his behavior, I guess, on set for this mo- movie, and from previous other movies and TV shows he's done, where other women have called him out for his uh, treatment towards women, DC decided to uh, basically they didn't really fire him, but it was like a mutual parting between yeah. the two. So he's no mutual. longer going to be do- <laughs> yeah. So he's no longer going to be doing uh, Batgirl. But at the time, that's why they they I don't think he was trying to sabotage this movie. I think yeah. he's trying to make a good a good movie but it ended up not turning out how everybody was expecting because it's completely, tonally, it's a different, feels like a different movie Yeah, what the rest of the DCEU at the time was.
0: Yeah, that's why so so much of it is just like cringeworthy uh, to an extent that is hard to believe. And especially when you consider the amount of money that went into making this movie. And I assume that the studio just assumed this would be one of their highest grossing movies one of their highest grossing movies of all time if not one of the highest grossing movies of all time and then because of how big of a mess it turned into um they lost a bunch of money on it um but that aside i wanted to talk about again how this story wise um last i think it was last movie previously we've talked about how um i love that dc um they're upfront about people dying, and they're when somebody when they kill somebody, it's clear that somebody's killed and they killed somebody and they died. But in Marvel, a lot of times they're like, "Oh, maybe they're just unconscious. We yeah. don't know for sure. Maybe they just got knocked out." And in this movie, it's basically the same thing as what um, the Marvel movies were doing, and I assume again that's because of Joss Whedon. But especially the scene where um, the Flash's dad's kidnapped and he has got the group of uh, people he's like interrogating. He's basically, basically uh, knocking them out. Dead. What?
1: Cyborg's dead.
0: Yeah. What did he's I say? Oh, I met <laughs> Cyborg. But Cyborg's dad is kidnapped and then he's got the group of people and he's acting like he's gonna kill him and then he just like knocks him out and that's yeah. it. I know
1: I know so far all we've done is like trash this movie. But there is parts that I really like about this movie. Yeah. Um I don't it's not necessarily comic book accurate for the Flash, but I do like what they did with him here. I don't know how it, how much of his character is going to change for uh, in March when uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out. But here, I really like, there's parts where you could tell that uh, he plays the character well, um, that he's like this real loner because of how fast he is. He moves so much faster than everybody else that he doesn't really fit in. So I think that's, that was a nice touch, especially when uh, he's talking about fighting people. He's like, I've no, I don't really fight people. I just move fast and kind of push people. Yeah, and then uh, Batman, like being like a good mentor, is like, "Well, all you have to do is save one person," and then he's like, well, "What do I do after that?" He goes, "Save one more," and to go from there. Yeah. So like, it's there's like nice moments in there with the Flash, but like, uh, overall, I'm, I'm not like a big fan of this movie uh, compared to like the other DC movies that we've got so far.
0: I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't hate this movie. I it just frustrates me that I know I could have gotten a better movie. Yeah, and we're going to get the better movie, um, soon. But uh, I don't hate this movie. I love, but so much of the why is because I love the characters. I love DC. I love DC superheroes. I love Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash um cyborg which is why before watching this i'd watched um one of the justice league animated movies and a lot of the stories very similar to this and batman vs superman there might have been two different movies i'm thinking of but i don't remember for sure but uh i love those characters and to me so much of the cast is perfect for the characters for the roles um the problem there's a lot of problems in this movie but that at the same time because i like the characters Um, It's still an enjoyable movie for me to watch. Um, This came out the same month as um, Thor Ragnarok. And because I like these characters, I saw this movie, I think three times in theaters and I saw Ragnarok once. Um, Ragnarok's a way overall fantastic movie, significantly better movie than this one, by by all means, a better movie than this one. But at the same time, I prefer I like this universe and these characters better, despite this movie having an insane amount of flaws to it, um, an insane amount. <laughs> I know that
1: um, that I really like the Flash. I really like Aquaman, because uh, Aquaman in this movie is completely different than any Aquaman you have in previous comics, previous uh, cartoons, There's, right? Uh, even in Smallville's Aquaman, this Aquaman is more of but it's only him; it's not really the rest of the uh, Aquaman uh, Atlantis people, because they have him played by. It seems like he's from like the Pacific Ocean, because uh, that's the look he has. But then it's weird because everybody else, you're like, oh, okay, this looks more Europe, like a European Atlantis, and you clearly don't. But they explained <laughs> that in the Aquaman movie about like his dad. anyways but I really like the casting for Aquaman. I think Jason Momoa was great. Uh, He had a little too many one-liners in this movie. Some of them work great, but other ones, I'm like, hey, this is all your character does is he like uh, walks up and goes, my man. Stuff like
0: that. (laughs) And honestly, the thing is um, as far as the one-liners go, I I love it. It's so ridiculous. But because there's like the comedy or one-liners that all of the characters do and so many of them, specifically from batman and superman it's awkward um and like the interactions are awkward but with like jason momoa and the flash it like works um most of the i was time.
1: gonna say um one of my favorite part lines in this movie is the scene where they're all in like the bat uh hangar yeah type of thing giant plane not and the jason bat momoa, cave. Uh, no it wasn't the bat cave there i think it was like a bat plane
0: Jet. It well, it was bat cave.
1: there was there but, was um, one
0: point where um zach snyder was like i don't know why people think this is the bat cave it's clearly a hanger
1: yeah so they're they're in that bat hanger and jason uh, aquaman's uh, telling him basically telling everybody that he thinks they're all going to die that uh he thinks that him and wonder woman should just run away and that, uh, like he's going to like really emotional part where i'm like oh it shows a different side of him where because at first he's like this cool hard dude then it shows like he's like oh okay um i'm actually kind of scared that we're all gonna die before uh, before this fight then they just turn it into a joke and he's like oh i'm sitting
0: on the last lasso of truth and i'm like kind of ruined that moment that he had right there i don't know man <laughs> i i honestly think that's one of the few um comedy part moments that are comedic moments that actually land it's, it, it's not one of the cringy moments because the majority of comedy in here is just so cringy, but that's one of the few ones that's not... It lands better. Well, I know that...
1: Um, So we haven't touched really touched on them bringing Superman back from the dead.
0: Oh, yeah. Is, in the same way have, that they
1: brought Doomsday back.
0: Yeah, so the you and I have talked about a this a handful box. of times. Um, so here's the thing. One, the ship shouldn't need a mother box. Like why does the ship suddenly need a mother box when the ship was working perfectly fine in Batman vs. Superman?
1: I don't think the ship that... needed a mother box for that. I think the ship that they needed the mother box to cuz the ship the ship's not supposed to bring people back from the dead. The ship's supposed to make new life. That's what that chamber's supposed to do. And that's what Lex used it for for Doomsday.
0: The yeah, issue, but Lex I... Luthor used Zod's body. Yeah, but um
1: with DNA from other uh, with his own DNA, and then he was just trying to make at least like this monster, he wasn't trying to make like revive
0: Zod. Because, wouldn't um, if if we're bringing Doom, if we're bringing Superman back the same way we brought Doomsday back, just without Lex Luthor's blood, wouldn't he turn into just a similar Doomsday? I
1: don't know, it's weird, that's why, <laughs> but also, why I'm like, hoping,
0: but also, like, to bring Superman back, all you need to do is just like lay him in the sun for a little bit.
1: That's what I'm hoping, uh, Zack Snyder does in his. Is that they probably they might show him like they have the robot from his ship, yeah, from Man of Steel. Have that robot steal the body and bring it back to the uh, Fortress of Solitude, like in the comics, and have him just like regenerate over time and then reappear in the black suit because I know they're bringing the black suit back. Yeah, but that's what happened in the comics. He just it took him time to heal. But also Why not do it that way instead of some weird. Oh, we need the mother box. And then the mother box lands in a parking lot. And that's how uh, uh, Stefan Wolf gets the last mother box. He just shows up in the parking lot, hasn't have to fight anybody. I'm and here. then we just jump right into the last fight. And I'm like, this is dumb.
0: And that's why like, I think a lot of the reason they got Joss Whedon was because the studio knew he would do what they wanted him to do, which was cut this four-hour movie down to two hours. Yeah. Which is why the intro, instead of saying what happens, they just... With a lot of people, especially... Um, uh Clark Kent's mom, Martha Kent, um, they just show the house is for sale and that she's moving. They don't really say they don't say anything about that. They just show she's moving, the house is for sale, and then at the end they tell you, Oh, Batman bought her house. Batman bought the bank, so she has her house back. Yeah. Like there's and, uh, nothing about that else elsewhere.
1: There's a lot of stuff in the movie that I'm I feel like a lot of people's parts got cut down a whole bunch. Like uh hers and then Lois Lane. Yeah. And then I know Cyborgs. I mentioned Cyborgs in the trailer. Had a, like it seemed like he had a different story than he got in the movie. I know that uh, Zach Snyder has said a couple times that uh, Cyborg is like the heart of the movie, which in the movie we got that wasn't the case at all. Yeah, he's his such a... nothing like his comic, nothing like the cartoons, nothing like we've we've seen him before. He's like this boring, dull guy. Yeah. he's like oh yeah, I'm good with computers. That's I it. hate that. <laughs>
0: I hate my life because my dad saved me and now I'm really smart and know computers really well. I hate it.
1: And then like, he's like, Oh, my dad's a monster for saving my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's literally but also, he his dad. <laughs> but also I texted, cause I texted you while I was watching the movie, but um, the part where he says that, Oh, I did a software update on my uh, on myself. And now my weapons just work on their own. I can't control it. Like, is he doing, is he designing his own software? Why is this not working? That doesn't make any sense. Does, do we just uh, assume that all of the people watching this movie don't understand what like basic software? No, it's an interface update. But either way, like, do we just assume people don't know what an interface is? Like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) That's, that's the thing though, because his
1: robot part isn't like his dad didn't make him a robot. uh, The robot stuff is from the mother box. Making him like half
0: cyborg. So, are so we it's, saying that the mother box is doing this interface update. What's happening? I get. I don't, that's why it's, it's really <laughs> weird.
1: Like his story in this movie. I'm guessing that's why he's mad. The actor was mad at the studio yeah. and uh, said that they're all racist against him and treated him badly. I don't really know what happened on set, according uh, because he doesn't really go into details. And then. Warner apparently Warner Brothers was trying to do an investigation into it and he refused to participate in the investigation.
0: From what I've from what I've heard, he said the investigation was rigged from the beginning. That's why um, he refused to participate. I don't, I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what any of this was, but he says investigation was rigged, blah blah blah. Warner Bros is encouraging him to step down from the role at this point and he said that he's not going to um so I don't know exactly what happened, but there's been a lot of interactions between him and Warner Bros. in we- recent like it was in the last week. like three weeks.
1: Yeah. Because um it was just la- it was like well, just last year it had been announced that they were gonna be doing a solo cyborg movie and he was gonna be doing like uh like a dual role movie with the flash, which was gonna be Flashpoint. And then it turned then they just announced that uh he was being removed from that. Because he announced that he's not going to be doing any Warner Brothers movies for the next two years because the president got an extension and he's not working with him. So he announced that first. Then Warner Brothers was like, okay, well, we're removing you from the cameo in the Flash movie. We're not going to recast it. We're just going to remove you if you don't want to do our movies. And then he came out and said, oh, they didn't want to recast it because they don't want the backlash of replacing me. And it was more than a cameo. I don't know how, how there's a lot of things to say here.
0: One but then Mortar like Brothers
1: if, finally came out uh, like a day or two ago and said, Yeah, he's he's removed completely as from the role of cyborg.
0: Um, I mean the thing is if there really is any sort of uh, abuse or whatever, I don't know how to but if there's anything bad going on behind scenes that should be addressed. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad if that is happening, especially racism or sexism or anything. In that regard, at all, that should be addressed and taken care of. But I think um, it was addressed when
1: they when they removed Josh. Whe- uh, they removed Josh Whedon from Batgirl. I think that's how they addressed it on with his part. And then they yeah. uh, J- he accused Jeff Johns as well, and he's been removed as the president of DC Films.
0: Uh, so they're getting rid of him too.
1: But so at the same time, here's the thing:
0: <laughs> like, I feel bad for the guy that's happening, but also, like, you need to understand you're the most easily replaceable actor yeah. in Justice League right now. Um just based off this movie. Because one, your role is so small. Um and from what we've seen of you in the movie, because I've not seen him in anything else. Um, I looked
1: it up. He's only been in like one other show.
0: Like he's the weak he has the weakest filmography. Um and based off of this, he's the weakest of actors. I feel bad yeah. for him. And like, I don't want to say that because like I'm not trying to just down on people, but, like, he's, he, he's the most easily replaceable. Everyone else feels so solid. Um, even – so, at this point, the only ones from the Justice League that have – the ones from the Justice League that have been in the least things are him and The Flash. Um, and I love – I love the cast of all of these movies. Um, but to me, he's, like, the weakest link. He's not bad. He's just the weakest link of what we have.
1: Yeah well
0: my I
1: think they should just recast him I don't yeah. wanna I don't I don't think there's any way for them to move forward with him because they did try investigating it and he refused to partic- like participate in the investigation they asked him for names and incidences of, of or witnesses which is in some of the articles I was reading because I read a bunch about it over the last couple of days to see what was going on and they've asked him for witnesses and names of people that saw what was going on and he refused to give them because he said that they are just going to silence those people.
0: Well, I was under the impression that initially some of, a lot of the um, major cast like Gal Gadot, um, I thought maybe Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavall and whatever Flash's real name is, I thought that they were all initially supporting what he was saying, initially.
1: I'm pretty sure Ezra Miller and Gal Gadot were about josh whedon and that's why josh whedon again was removed from batgirl
0: yeah that's why so, at this point i'm like listen i don't know what else he's expecting to happen or wanting to yeah. happen um like he you're not just gonna he
1: wants the president of uh dc films to be removed i mean which I they just know. gave him a two-year extension just like a month ago in december and that's why he's all mad about it again and he's like yeah i'm not gonna be doing any dc films for two more years because you gave him an extension
0: and the so thing you're is like that's not the thing is like that's not a threat that like is that big of a deal to most people because yeah. he's not in a position to be making that kind of threat
1: it'd and be different if it was like-, like
0: if it was if it was Gil-Gadot making that threat it'd be different which is why yeah. uh bratpack was removed from wonder woman 84 yeah um cuz she had made that same uh message 2017 2016 i don't know around that time okay. Uh, her and the director, um, uh, Patty Jenkins. yeah, Patty Jenkins made this said the same thing back then. Listen, if this company's with us because of the ac- accusations that have been made against them, if they're working on this movie, we're out. They were in a position to make that threat, Cyborg is not. Um, and you need to understand the position and the ground that you have before you try and make threats and decisions like that. Um, I don't know, I, I feel bad, like, if that stuff is <laughs> happening. I don't know what else he's expecting to be happening from here, though. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's, that's where that's where I'm like, I don't know what you're expecting. Are you expecting the guy that just got extended who he's uh, claiming was trying to cover it up? Yeah. Is he expecting him to be removed? Because at this point, Cyborg's not even in pre-production.
0: And as far as like a cover-up, I don't know what he would expect as far as that goes because if there's a bunch of drama be- happening behind set of your movie, you still want your movie to make money. Like that's not the world's business. It should be taken care of, but it's not f- like, we don't need to know that. Yeah. Um, I hope it's taken care of and I hope justice is brought to the right people or whatever. But at the same time, like we're here just for a movie. We're here for the franchise. We don't, it's, it, It's bad for the franchise to have that, which is why it's covered up per se. Um, But also, like, we don't need to know people's personal business. Um, To me, at that point, it's just gossip. And I don't – I care for you, but I don't need to know that information. No, I I
1: might feel completely different once uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out. But, like, at this point, I'm like, if they got rid of Cyborg, uh, the solo movie, I wouldn't care. Because he wasn't interesting in the Josh Whedon Justice League, where I'm like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) But um, it could be different once Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out. I could be like, oh man, I really want to see a solo Cyborg movie to see where that character goes. But for the most part, he's like, even if you look at comics, he's not a solo character. And honestly, a team
0: character. It'd be cool to see a Cyborg movie, but I'm not like. My excitement for a lot of other DC movies is a lot higher than a cyborg movie. Yeah, if they ever come out with one, I'll obviously watch it. Um, and I'm sure I'll, I don't know how much I'll like it, but I'll watch it. Uh, but I'm not like dying for it. I don't care. So this
1: this movie came
0: out four years ago,
1: right? About four years ago, It's 2017. Uh there's 2017.
0: Yeah, it came out in 17. I thought it was because it was like November, so I thought it was 2016. But yeah. I guess you're right. No, know. it was 17. Uh but so
1: there's a couple characters and actors in the movie that were rumored to be playing bigger roles. Uh one of them was Martian Manhunter, who Zack Snyder confirmed he is playing Martian Manhunter. So in Zack Snyder's movie, you'll get to see Martian Manhunter. I, I don't know if he's gonna be working with the team or what he's doing, but you'll get to see him. And then there's another smaller actor who if you look up his credit for this movie, he was, uh, I think he is, says uncredited, or maybe he was credited, but it says policeman number two, and he claims that he was playing Green Lantern. Who? Um, I don't really remember the guy's name because I, I looked him up because uh, people were trying to claim that on Ryan uh, this Justice League group that uh, he was uh, saying that he had a bigger role because he thought that Z- the Cider Cut would never come out, so he was like, oh no, I was supposed to play Green Lantern, so, <laughs> just pretend that I'm Green Lantern going forward. So, it's possible like, he was just making it up? I think he was, because I think... If that's assumed, the case, that's so funny. I think he assumed, like most people, that the Cider Cut would never get released. Yeah. But then they finally are like, okay, we're going to release it four years later. But, um, yeah, he was trying, uh, people were trying to claim that he's, uh, he said he was Green Lantern and he, that he had a bigger role. But if you look up his credit for Josh Whedon's, it literally said, I think it said, like, Metro Police Number 2. Or something like that. I'm guessing he was in that scene where Superman comes back to life and then beats up the League
0: we're and has Lander that weird line in this for like two seconds. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> like if I had a like,
1: small role like that and I thought that's, that people were calling for a cider cut and I thought, hey, I was in that and they're not going to release the cider cut and I'd start tr- telling the media and like Twitter and stuff, like yeah, I had a bigger role.
0: They I mean, I was for
1: this movie. I wasn't that, was that but Lander. my my
0: role also got cut. Um, Zack Zach Snyder called me himself And was like hey man My 4 hour movie isn't enough for your role uh, So I'd have to make it 6 hours For that so we gotta, we gotta cut it down
1: Okay and then uh, um, This was the first DC movie With end credit scenes Yeah You have you have the Flash versus, uh Wait doesn't um,
0: Suicide Squad has end credit scenes
1: Does it Dang it I, I don't I thought it did it but not in the theatrical cut.
0: I, I think you're right, actually. I don't remember. I think you're right, though.
1: Well, anyways, in uh, this one, one of them is clearly re- uh, shot by Josh Whedon. I think the other was shot by Zack Snyder. The one that's shot by uh, Josh Whedon, you can tell because of uh, Henry Cavill's lip. But it's a race between him and The Flash, where Superman jokes that if he loses, that The Flash is off the team which is a comic book reference between them having a race to see who's faster. Uh, and then the other one that I wanted to talk about that I thought, because I didn't really like that one, but the other one that I thought was a lot cooler, and I actually I met, had mentioned in Batman v Superman that I hated uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Well, in this movie, you have an end credit scene where he's sitting on his yacht, and Deathstroke pulls up in a speedboat, gets on the yacht, and uh, uh, Luthor's sitting there in his suit, bald head, mentions that he wants to make a league of their own, which uh, implies the Injustice League for a future movie between the Injustice League and Justice League, which I think would be a great movie.
0: I, think he I thought he was talking about baseball.
1: It kind of was a reference to that <laughs> because he did have chick standing behind him. But <laughs> I thought it was actually a really cool scene at the end of the movie. I'm like, yeah, this is actually really great. But then they're like, oh, we got no more Justice League movies.
0: Well, What's that guy's name again? Um, The the guy with the red helmet uh red hood no um From- death stroke yeah in the movie yeah yeah, Deathstroke. yeah well initially there had been a lot of talk about Deathstroke being in a batman movie with ben affleck yeah. so when that happened i was like oh cool it's happening yeah and it was really cool like the idea of uh lex luther putting a team of bad guys together sounds cool um kind of like suicide squad but not suicide squad yeah <laughs> so it was funny because i don't know i like that scene but it was an, again another one of those times where like there's a scene in a movie that leads nowhere because here but we that's are just, four years later and there's nothing there's well, no plans that, with that
1: i know that in the last four years uh the guy that played deathstroke joe manganello yeah. he has said that there's been 10 different projects involving deathstroke that have all been canceled
0: which I'm an, that's such a bummer it's kinda kind bummer. I feel like it'd be
1: sweet. Because it's kind of a bummer because Deathstroke not only is a Batman villain, but he also goes up against the Teen Titans a lot. Oh, okay. So um he has a like it'd be really cool to see him in a movie. And he looks like sweet. Fighting, fighting Batman because I really like Ben Affleck's Batman and the way they do his fighting style in these last couple of movies is pretty great. It'd be cool to see him doing like a Deathstroke versus Batman type of movie. Yeah. Or anything where like Deathstroke's maybe like the minor like physical villain and then you have another villain like the Riddler or something, I don't know, to go against Batman. But that never went anywhere, but again, I don't know if Josh has shot that or Zack Snyder shot that because if it was Zack Snyder, apparently depending on how well the Snyder just uh Zack Snyder Justice League movie does, they could be doing more with him. Right. Because right now, when they when uh, people have asked Zack Snyder if he's doing any more DC movies, he's basically hasn't said no, but he's yeah. – the door is open to it. it
0: the, at this point, it kind of just feels like it all depends on how well the Snyder Cut does. Um, so I'm hoping it does amazing. I'm hoping yeah. it blows everybody away because I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but – And I I really want to see more of what he had because I feel like his vision overall was the most solid of um, all of these types of visions. Um, As far as um, a lot of the uh, movie universes go, I feel like his was one of the most solid that we had seen. And then we only got like two and a half, two and a third films out of it. So it was a slight bummer, but I really want to see it.
1: I know that this movie really like screws up the DC timeline with... Aquaman like we'll oh yeah talk about I mean that more we'll talk about that more because we next we have Aquaman so we'll get to talk about how the Aquaman movie and this movie don't really line up but it might line up better with Zack Snyder's movie
0: so yeah I mean I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of it will make more sense as far as Aquaman's timeline but also like there was things between Batman and Superman that didn't really line up either and I'm fe- a lot I mean, of that like all of <laughs> that has to be line? fixed with Zack Snyder right
1: are you talking about uh when Superman comes came back and then, like, grabbed him by, like, the jaw and goes, uh like, basically the, reuses
0: the line, tell me, do you bleed? Well, that, but also, like, everyone's just expecting S- Superman to be mad at Batman, and they're like, he's going to be the- mad at you because you try to kill him. But I'm like, yeah, but they immediately became friends after that. Their yeah. moms have the same name, okay?
1: Well, <laughs> um, apparently that <laughs> scene uh the whole tell me do you bleed scenes not even in the movie that uh the jo- uh, zach snyder movie they've asked him and he's like that seems to even make sense no it's not in my movie
0: that's why it's funny too because there's a handful of scenes that people have asked zach snyder about and he's and he's like laughed at him because they're so ridiculous and he's like but wow. you can
1: tell it's josh weed superman because of the weird lip yeah all right we'll talk about aquaman next
0: yeah, so Tuesday we're talking about Aquaman. Uh, that's all we have for today. And again, make sure to check out our other films. We've checked. Uh, we've done all of the DCEU films uh, so far. And then we're going to continue throughout the rest of the month, every Tuesday and Friday this month. Um, yeah, so next is Aquaman. And thanks for watching.